the MI Golf Podcast with Paul Kelly and Morris J. It certainly is. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you may be listening to the NI Golf Podcast episode... 38. 38. And on this episode, Mr. Kelly... We're talking to Palomino's Dermot McElroy, who looks back at his 2017 season. We have our usual wrap-up of all the pro and amateur games. And Knox Colin Fairweather tells us about his plans for the future after turning professional. The NI Golf Podcast, sponsored by Andrew Morris Golf. Have your swing analysed on Trackman for a custom club fitting by our leading team of professionals. Right to the pro game. Now, the European Tour season is coming to an end at DP World Tour Championship in Dubai right now, right this second. Right this day, this Round one day. over. Mm-hmm. Now, at this stage, Tommy Fleetwood, Justin Rose and Sergio Garcia are the main candidates to collect a Race to Dubai title and a $1,250,000 bonus. Not bad. Not bad. They are the only ones who can claim the title. They can, yes, they're the only three who can claim the top yeah. prize. So the couple of Irishmen in the field, you've Paul Dunn and Shane Lowry. And I actually saw he did a wee piece with um, with Tim uh-huh. on the putting green. Oh, very good. After he finished, right? Uh, he's second in putting stats this year. Nice. Oh, 28.2 putts per round average. His putting is off the charts. That's amazing. So that's you know that's that's where he's at. He's yeah. second in the rankings for putting. Yeah, so his short game is very sharp, isn't it? That's where he makes his. That's where he does his business. Uh, and he was putting on a ruler. Do you know that you know oh, the, the meter rulers, the, the meter rulers, yeah, to try and keep the ball on the thing. Can he keep it on a line oh, for I, meter? Oh, I, I can keep it on a line oh, for three inches. I know. So he was doing that with, with Tim after that's the round. That's good trick, eh? And if you know, his putting's so good, he's up there at minus five. You know, can you, can you imagine how much he'd be winning if if the rest of the game was was as yeah. good as his putting? Well, I remember his coach was on whilst he was talking about his restricted left hip and all that sort of <laughs> crap. So he's a bit of work to do in that. Well, the other couple of boys there who are involved in this race to Dubai, Tommy Fleetwood, he had a bad day, plus one, plus one, yeah, and. Sergio with new equipment, new Callaway that's equipment. Right, he's right, gone yeah. full Callaway. He has, yeah. He's on minus two. Wonder how he's fighting that. Yeah, well, I bet you're a bit strange. The the way it stands is that there's only three people in the hunt, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, so for Sergio, he needs victory, and he needs Fleetwood to finish twentieth or worse, and Rosie not to be in the top four. So that's the permutations for Sergio. For Rose, he needs to finish ahead of Fleetwood, and he needs to be outright fifth or better. Uh-huh. Right, so as long as he's in the top five uh-huh. and he's ahead of Fleetwood, he wins the race to Dubai. And uh, Tommy just needs to be ahead or level with Rose or Garcia. So Tommy's got a bit of work to do now. Well, as long as he stays above those two boys, he's yeah. all right. But, you know, he, he has a bit to go now. But the great thing is there's no cut, so he's three more rounds to go on it. So he can, he can still even even make a late dash for the victory then. But, but what the about Rose? You know, he knows what he has to do. He said some finish this season. Absolutely. He knows what he has to do. He went out there today and he's one off the lead. Yeah, and he was struggling over the front nine and pulled it together. He's playing great stuff for Pedal. I know. Uh, over in the US, the RSM Classic at Sea Island Resort has attracted Porig Harrington, Seamus Parr, and GMAC. McDowell finished tied for 24th at last week's OHL Classic at Mayakoba. That's the event he won back in 2015. Uh, the OHL Classic was won by Patton Kazar. I'd never heard of him before. Uh, yeah, big lad. Yeah, big, big, yeah. Big, big unit. Big unit, as I say. Gets it out there. In, the f- in a first for pro golf, China's Shanxing Fang. I'll say it again. 
Shen Shan Fung, I think is actually how you say for jazz. has reached number one in the Rolex Women's World Golf Rankings. She's the first player from China, male or female, to sit at the top of the golf rankings. Now that's a big thing. Oh, and she is some some player. Yeah, but can you imagine what the Chinese? That's an Olympic sport now. They're going, just going, give it not twenty years. There'll only be Chinese golfers. <laughs> You're probably not far off. Yeah. I watched actually. You know, the Golf Weekly program was on there, mm-hmm. uh, when she was on it. You know, it's such super achievement. Yeah, super lovely. achievement. So the 2017 LPGS season is also coming to a close this week. That's at the CME Group Tour Championship in Florida. And Lexi Thompson leads away in the race for a million dollar payday. The Champions Tour also wrapped things up for 2017 last week with Kevin Sutherland winning the chart. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, he Langer didn't wait till, hear, wait till you hear this. Go on. Uh, 2017, last week, seven, Kevin Sutherland winning the Charles Schwab Cup Championship and topping the year long competition to earn the Schwab Cup. So it's caused some consternation, as you might guess, because Langer won seven times. He had five top three finishes, he had 16 top tens in total. And yet, he still didn't win the end of year competition. Because what they did, they turned it into a stupid playoff thing where basically all the points went out the window. So you started from scratch. So it didn't matter what he did. Basically, thanks for the great year you've had, Bernard. Now everybody gets a chance to win the big bucks at the end. That's a shocker. I don't know why What's that about? Like, that's these Americans needing playoffs to try and make it a big deal. We'll have a playoff for the for the trophy on the day, but the, the year's ranking the year's should start. It should just be like that's a, that's a no brainer. Like the rest of Dubai. Exactly. I don't understand it. How strange is that? Yeah, and while we're talking about Langer, he made $3.6 million in prize money this season. So CNN this week got the calculators out and worked out that 143 men have won at least $1 million in prize money this year. That's dollars, by the way, on the PGA Tour and the European Tour. Now, for our listeners, they're not going to get this, but guess how much Justin Thomas collected in 2017? Um, is it $9.9 million? Just off the top of your head. Just guessed. Amazing. Thank you. $9.9 million from 25 events, and he won five times. How many of those 143 were seniors players? Um, it's just, that's just a PGA Tour and a European Tour, but somebody All like, right, not somebody like Steve Stricker is, is eligible for the seniors, and he's, he won a million, and I think he played, what, 10 times, 10, 11 times. So that doesn't include the Champions Tour yeah. then? All right, the seniors tour. That's a hell of a lot of people, isn't Well, it? could you find out that number? Because then there's hope for us. <laughs> There's no hope for me, yet. absolutely no hope for next for me. year. Obviously, <laughs> for next year. Here, speaking of which, I know we're going to talk more on Q School with uh-huh. Dermot and the boys, um, but I read it was, uh, I, I should have read it properly. But it was five o'clock this morning, and I was just blurry eyed, and I was trying to take it in what it was because it popped up on on Twitter from last yeah, night. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was some article in the paper that was talking about how unfair the tournaments the way yes. the tournaments are structured in prize money yes because it basically favors the oil hands mm-hmm. and the you know the the long the established the established tour players yes. whereas the young ones there's only three people who got their card last, last year, year who stayed on. have retained their card yeah. for this year yeah. because they're not getting to go at the big prize pots yeah. so therefore they're their yeah. prize money's never going to get them in the automatic yeah. card i thought that was a bit of a scandal it's it's a it's a 
it's a very virtuous circle if you're at the top fo- top level in golf. Uh-huh. If you're in those top 50 in the world, you get into all the world golf ranking events and all the majors yeah, yeah. and all those events. And the prize money's the are up. The prize money goes up and you just continue and you, you, the, the rankings are so high in it that a good finish keeps your ranking high. It's a virtuous circle. Yeah, but yeah. for the guys trying to break in, it's yeah, an yeah. absolute nightmare. Because it was that stat of only three yeah. people from last year's oh, Q school. And how many cards were there last year? Was 25. Plenty? There's 25. 25, yeah. Eddie Pepper, one of them. Yeah, he's one of them. He's one of the three that's kept his card. Uh, there's only three from it's the very home. tough. So it's even so your first year on that's kind of what happened. Well, Seamus, even yes. you know, that's kind of what happened. Seamus, him battling away yeah, over yeah. six and a half thousand, sixty, six hundred odd thousand grand. Yeah, still wasn't enough. Was yeah. uh, the ladies' European tour continues the Asian swing with the Sanya Ladies Open this week at Yelong Bay Golf Club in China and a shootout to bangers. A shootout. A shootout. <laughs> yeah, what else are you doing talking about match play? <laughs> a shoutout to bangers Victoria Craig, who is playing in an LET pre-qualifying event in Morocco this week. Victoria, who turned pro at the start of the year is chasing a place in next month's qualifying event and while we're still just talking pro news Irish Open winner John Ram has collected the European Tour's 2017 Sir Henry Cotton Rookie of the Year award here's one for you Morris I bet you don't get this who's the only Irishman to have won the Rookie of the Year award Ronan Rafferty nope further back or no a bit more modern but within 2000s Oh, in the 2000s? 2000s. It's not even Clarky then. No. Peter Laurie, 2003. Ah. And the year Roy turned pro, 2017, two, 207. 207, yeah. Martin Keimer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of roars, did you see his tweet today, yes, just was this morning? Just yeah. this morning, yes. He's obviously watching the golf. Yes. He was saying that it's come a week too early for me to compete. What's that about? Well, obviously he's still... Things mo- are things progressing quicker than he thought? Um, or he's just, uh, you know, he's well, not got a week of, I don't know, maybe he's getting sort of, I don't know, scans yeah, done or he's yeah. waiting to see what the crack is or mm-hmm. yeah, who knows. Maybe 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 it means that the injury's cleared up quicker than he thought. Yeah. Who knows? Um, well, I wish I was playing the uh, DPWTC this morning, but it comes a week too early for me to compete with the boys at Jumeirah. Uh, I wish all the European Tour players the best of luck this week. I'll be back soon. Get the best prices on every round of golf with Hot Deals Tea Times exclusively from Golf Now. Available at more than 1,600 golf clubs throughout the UK and Ireland. Hot Deals save you up to 80% on thousands of tea times daily. Find the flame and save every time you play with Hot Deals only from Golf Now. Right, the final round of the European Tour Q School Marathon is currently underway over in Spain and Ireland's Gavin Moynihan he's chasing one of the 25 Tour cards on offer he was in a good position though I haven't seen the latest scores unfortunately both Dermot McElroy and Cormac Sharvin failed to make it through but I'm pleased to say that Dermot is joining us on the phone for a chat about his season Hiya Dermot Hi Paul, how's you? Very good so listen, a bit of bad luck at the Q School Dermot you just couldn't seem to get it going uh, no, no. Um, the, it was very, very tricky. The first four rounds, uh, the, the wind was blowing pretty hard. Um, but in fairness, now, I felt I played quite good. Um, I just struggled a lot on the greens, uh, which basically was the big downfall in scoring. So uh, that's why I didn't really you know, get any low scores going at all. Uh-huh. And they do say it's one of the most pressure-packed environments in golf. You know, How did you find the experience? Um, that depends how you look at it, really. Um, I was just looking at it as another tournament. Um, but, I, you know, I, I can understand that probably going into the last round today because uh, there's such a big difference. Either coming 
top 25 or uh, messing out on it and getting a challenge to cards, you know, it's two different tours you're completely playing on, so a lot of pressure for the guys today, but uh, I, I just found it as like a normal tournament, just, you know, prepared for it the same way, and uh, yeah, just, uh, again, just didn't really get it going. It's a good way to look at it. You, you probably wouldn't have heard our uh, little previous chat about Q School there about five minutes ago, but if it's any consolation to you, only three of the people who got their card last year have retained their card for this year. <laughs> I heard something got there la- uh, last week there. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so, it's a, yeah. so, it's, so it's a bit of a shocker. So, so yeah. take, you know, that's that shows you kind of even how hard it is once you get your card. But let, let, let's get to that stage next year, sure. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. so are you going to return to Q School? Obviously, it's very early at this stage, but you know that would be the plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll definitely I'll play Q School next year. Um, you know, I've got a small category now in the Challenge Tour, but with Team Ireland uh, invites as well, I'm probably looking around 10, 11, 12 invites for next year for the Challenge Tour. So that sets me up big time. Fantastic, um, yeah. You know, for a near enough full season on Challenge Tour. Um, obviously, if I play well in, in them events, you know, it'll get re-ranked and then I'll get, you know, my card. Yep. Uh, which is the plan for next year. So, you know, it's all about getting off to a fast start for myself. It's a bit like you do a Cormac Shaver and end up getting your card through a limited number of starts. That's all how you do it. But Dermot, when you reflect on the season, um, how, overall, how do, you, how do you take it in? What do you, what do you think of it? Uh, well, I didn't really know what to expect the first season of the Pro, um, but um, I, I felt it went pretty good. I've had a lot of really good performances, especially on the Euro Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played nine events and I've finished six times in the top five, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very pleased how I played in the Euro Pro and even the Challenge Tour events, I had some nice performances there as well. And, and, um, and looking ahead to next season then already, sort of, um, you'll play a mixture again of your pro and, uh, and challenge tour? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, well, I have more experience now on, on, you know, how to organise myself a bit better, you know, when should I play practice rounds and whatnot. Um, and I've, I've probably made the mistake of mixing the, the two tours um, this year. Um, so... I'll I'll have to really think about you know my scheduling and one on next year because it's going to be a very very important year for me to you know I don't want to be stuck in between the Euro Pro and Challenge Tour again uh, next year as, as it was this year so so I'll have to really think about it. Yeah, so I was going to say reflecting back on your first year then as as a pro, um, I, I presume you've learned a lot and uh, has it been everything you expected? Um, yeah, no, like, uh, I feel I should have turned pro a long time ago, actually, because, uh, <laughs> no, honestly, like, you know, once you're out there on your own, and you're, you know, you're playing for yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, at the, at all, it's all performance-based, you know, if you play well, you make some money, and, uh, you know, you'll you'll be right up there in the money list, mm-hmm. um, which which I find great, you know, I, I've really, really enjoyed this year, as, you know, as my first year as, as a pro. Did you find it more challenging than you thought, or not as challenging, or just about uh, it is? Actually, it is no. It is. Um, anytime I played well, I was I was actually right up the top of the leaderboard. So uh, it gives me a lot of confidence. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm going into the tournament playing well, you know, I'll know I'll be right up there. Absolutely. Even even on the challenge tour events, I think three times I was leading after the first round. So yep. You know, it, it, it gives me a lot of confidence, and uh, it's really just getting four rounds together, obviously, and you know. 
doing the job. Well, as I say, commiserations on, on Q School this year. There's always next year, and you sound like you've got your head right in the right place for uh, getting into the next season. So, uh, Dermot, thanks for joining us for another chat. Yeah, no, no bother. Cheers. Always. Always a pleasure. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you as well. See you later. Bye bye. Why carry your clubs abroad when you can hire your clubs abroad? With clubstohired.com. Hire your perfect clubs from a vast array of leading brands, including TaylorMade and Callaway, from €35 Euros per week. Hire your clubs online and collect on arrival at over 20 holiday destination airports, including Faro, Orlando, Malaga, Alicante, Tenerife and many more. No clubs to check in, no hassle. Just hire your clubs at clubstohire.com. Right, so the amateur news now, and as you might guess, midway through November, things are tad quiet in terms of amateur golf. The GUA have announced their competition scheduled for 2018, and it's available on the golfnet.ie website. And a couple of notable fixtures for people who enjoy watching a bit of amateur golf. The Flugias Irish Amateur Championship is returning to RCD in mid-May. Beaver Park will host the Irish Boys Championship in late June. Some great young players will be in running there. Some Tom and the mm-hmm. boys will be in the yeah. room for that. And the Irish Seniors Championship it goes to Conquer Wood in late May. Did you say the flow gas? The flow gas. Flow gas. Oh, that's a that's what they call it down our way. Yeah. <laughs> there always has to be one mention every week of my accent. Of your Apple accent. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, yeah, you get me. Yes, Elaine Black it. will captain GB and I in the Curtis <laughs> Cup for the second time when the biennial encounter against the United States is played at Quaker Ridge from the eighth to the tenth next year. Uh, Miss Black led uh, GB and I to eleven and a half, eight and a half win over the United States when it was contested at Dunleary last year. Six players will join Ms Black on a visit to Quaker Ridge now, have you put that in three times <laughs> deliberately <just to> <laughs> well you say our middle name Elaine Farquharson Black right uh, <laughs> visit Quaker Ridge next week including Leona Maguire and Olivia Mahaffey who played in the winning GBNI team in 2016 Lurgan's Annabelle Wilson will also join the trip uh, do you see that uh, that swing that Olivia put up a couple oh, of days beautiful. ago? Looking wow. really good. Such power. She is looking. That's a really polished swing. New clubs, new titles she's got in the bags as well. Looking Bad great. A couple of episodes ago, we talked to Stuart Gren, who had just turned professional. And today, we've got another home international winner, Colin Fairweather, joining us to tell us why he's decided to join the paid ranks. Good afternoon, Colin. Hello, how are you doing? All good, thank you, Squire. It says here, join the paid ranks, but we know that there's not too much pay goes on in the first few years of being a pro. No, <laughs> so no, why, why have you made the decision to make that move? I just felt that at the start of this season last year, I just felt with all the experience I had as an amateur, um, when they, being on the Irish team, um, I gained a lot of experience and my game got very good. I just thought it would be a new challenge to start. Very good. So, listen, we, we talked to Stuart. We asked Stuart sort of same questions. So, you know, what was your best moment as an amateur golfer? Um, the, the best moment was, was probably, I see, I didn't play the Home Internationals two years ago, but yeah. I was on it last year, and winning that Home Internationals was brilliant. Because I was get the third one in a row, and we had a really, really good last day, a really good solid finish against England to retain the title again. So, yeah, that that was a big highlight, and it was great team spirit that week as well. So that's a that's a bit of a highlight for me. Very good. And um, in terms of individually, give us an individual one for you. Individually, um, I never I've never really kind of met my goal um, during the amateur. You know, the likes of the South, the finished runner up, and the East, the finished runner up. I had a lot of runner ups one year. Um, you know, but 
yeah, this year I had a really nice finish in the Brabazon Trophy. I finished in the top ten in it, and uh, you know it could have been a lot better. But um, it was just my, my game that week was very good, and I always reflect back to not really the result, but how I actually played. You know, and individually that was probably the best the best I performed in the tournament. So, so who are you taking into the professional ranks with you in terms of sort of giving you a bit of a hand? Is is Dad going to be giving you a bit of a hand? Because obviously he's uh, he's the PGA pro down at Bradshaw's Bray. Yeah, well, no, my dad's been there even when my dad was the pro at Knock. Um, he's he's always been there to help me. out. He knows my game. He knows my strength very well, and uh, you know we we work well together. And we keep it simple enough, you know, to take onto the course. Nothing too technical. And um, I, I believe he's the right person to have, you know. Uh, and that sort of it, it, what about fitness work and stuff like that? The end all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've two, a couple of years ago, I would have been very much into that side, but now I like to keep it nice and balanced. So you know, a bit of everything um, helps. But you know, I can't, I can't get too focused into the one area. You know, um, and as far as the fitness goes, I like to just uh, do a lot, do a bit of cardio and a few stretches, a few stretches here and there, and you know, nothing too extreme. Uh, I, don't, I don't really do any weights or anything like that. Um, I just perform better when I, you know, keep fit enough and keep loose and supple. But like, bit like the rest of us, but like me. So, in, in terms of your game at the minute, then, Colin, is there anything particular you're working on, or or where are you going to take that? Um, not really. I've, I've just, I'm just kind of sticking to my routine. Uh, I have a nice routine that kind of covers every part of the game. You know, I'll get up the knock. You know, two or three times a week in the morning with my dad, play nine holes of one golf ball, and you know I'm just going to stick to that. I think you know if you, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready, and um, maybe maybe working on a hundred yards in a bit more um, is is always the key. I think you know now going to the professional side of things, that's going to be the key to scoring. Yeah, um, yeah. I think everyone hits the ball the same, you know, as, as far as long game and ball striking goes. A lot of the guys would be kind of equal there, but what separates it? Is the hundred yards and in? Well, you're saying that you know everyone drives the ball well. Is that get up over that fence in Bradshaw's brand, pick up those balls you've knocked out of bounds? So, because <laughs> 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 just talking about that, you're talking about playing nine holes. Would you be the sort of in in favour of um, playing as opposed to hitting balls on range? Is that the way you prefer to do it? Well, yeah, because because I have the range there. You see, it's 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 not really. It's very easy for me to get carried away and hit too many golf balls you know and I, I just believe it's it's quality not quantity most of the time and um, I get more out of my game when I'm out playing I'm free and you know there's a variety of shots you have to play and there's smaller targets in the course so I just think when I'm at the range too much um, it's going to be a bit careless sometimes so I, I enjoy playing more so myself obviously the chap who owns the range would say it's quantity over quality but the, <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants to, show, he wants to shift more balls and, and next Wednesday night whenever I'm down with the kids you know you can look after it <laughs> so, so Eddie what's your no plans for, what's, your, what's your plans for competition next season then well next season um, I just I just missed out on tour school by a shot there to get into the third stage of the European tour school so um, now for me the plan is to find the right you know, the right sponsorship and get the right financial backing to help me play in the Euro Pro Tour next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was knocking on the door there in tour school, you know, one shot at it. You know, who shot, knows yeah. what could have happened in the third stage. So hopefully somebody sees the potential there and um, can can reach out to me and, you know, 
you know, get things moving in the right direction. Well, if anyone's listening who has a bit of dough in their back pocket and wants to uh, support Colin on his venture, then probably get hold of you down at Bradshaw's Bray and get you through the, the yeah. shop there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no well, problem. Well, Thank the very you. very best of luck, Colin, next year. We'll, we'll check in with you again uh, probably about the same time next year, if it's okay with you, and we'll see how the first year on uh, as a pro went. He'll be on tour no by that stage. No problem at all, guys. He'll yeah, wrapped no up problem. his tour card by that stage. Yeah, you've got your right. tour card by that stage, yeah, exactly. Yeah, will do. All right, super. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. All the best. Bye-bye. And that is it for another episode. It's episode 30 of Don and Doss. It's short and brief today, but it is coming to the end of the season. And you know, our games are pretty much now. Right up. Oh, yeah. I tried to play the other day. I went to Green Orn, played. You know that misery stuff you get? Yeah. Oh, my God. Kind of get wet with that stuff. You see, I see after nine holes, I was cold, I was wet. I just wanted to go in. So. <laughs> Here, how'd you get on at the Hilton? Well, it did very well. It did well. I won a prize. There you go. What you Finished with 34 points. 34 minus points. One, 33. That's for, oh, well, you had one off you for I your... One off me from a good player. 34 recently. points last week round Hill. pretty good, good yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was good neck, but a good, good day good there. It was a yeah. yeah, good, good day out, yeah. Yeah, good day out. So that's it from us. Uh, if you're playing the Winter League, as we always say, fair enjoy. Play to fair you. play Get fair the welly boots on. You'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, I think we're back again in a couple of weeks. If we'll, we'll do maybe one more. We'll, we'll uh, one do or two one more, more before the end of the year. When's yeah. Tiger doing as, as we do for ne- next week? The week after next week, yeah. Hunter. So yeah. There's, there'll be a bit about chat about that. Yeah. And as always, if you want to get in touch with us or join us on Facebook, we're on Facebook at uh, NI Golf Podcast. We're on Twitter at NI Golf Podcast. You can tweet away there and uh, get in touch and interact with us on the social pages. It's always good to hear the, the comments and the banter. And we're back again in two weeks. Thank you. Thank you. The NI Golf Podcast, sponsored by Andrew Morris Golf. Have your swing analysed on Trackman for a custom club fitting by our leading team of professionals.